Hey friends, welcome back. I know this is where we start as naturally minded parents. We Google, what should we omit from our kids eczema healing diet or <laughs> something to that effect. I'm sure that's not the words, but we're bombarded with responses from so many sources and it feels like you're left with lettuce, maybe. Depends on the kind, right? And it's tough to navigate, but I'm going to give you a succinct list of ingredients to avoid and more importantly, what to put in instead. So meals and treats are still fun and tasty, just free of eczema triggers. If you've been hanging around here for any period of time, you know I firmly believe diet is the first pillar of good health in general, but definitely in healing our little one's chronic condition. And an integral part of that is the weeding portion of the program because we have to address the gut dysbiosis that's going on so we can heal and seal their gut lining and just move past any of these itchy red rashes and issues that are playing out right now. I'm gonna help you through this. We can do it. So in this episode, we'll be discussing what specifically to change about your, chi your child's diet so you can alleviate their symptoms right away. And we'll be discussing the most common foods and ingredients that can trigger eczema and what you can take out of your child's diet to manage their condition. So whether you're a parent of a child with eczema or you're just looking to improve your child's overall health and well-being, this episode is for you. Let's get started. Hey mama, welcome to the Eczema Kids podcast. Do you want your baby to actually have baby soft skin? Are you literally up all night caring for your itchy, miserable kid? Are you hoping to give your child a life free of disruptive skin symptoms without pharmaceuticals? Hi, I'm Andra. I was also a mom of a toddler and a baby struggling with severe eczema. I too felt helpless because I couldn't figure out how to get rid of my children's eczema and wished I could take the misery out of their bodies. Every day I questioned, is what I'm doing actually making a difference? I wondered, would I ever be able to go to the pool with my kids, take family photos, or eat outside the home without an eczema flare? Through diet and natural time-honored solutions, combined with endless hours of research and experimenting, I eliminated eczema from our lives. When you tune into this podcast, you will find itchy kid remedies, diet and nutrition advice, and healthy kid hacks to help lessen your workload and lighten your family home. Grab your egg-free snack, and let's get on with healing our kids. I have been there, fellow eczema parent warriors. I was Googling anti-inflammatory diet recipes and food swaps for my kids' favorite foods like spaghetti and tomato sauce all the time. And I would come out of these little mini research sessions a lot of times even more confused about what I should be doing, what I should be omitting, what should I be putting in, and how to make it so my kid actually wanted to eat it. It was a tough road and I know you're on it. And I was nursing my baby too, who had severe, severe eczema. So I myself had to 100% subscribe to this style of eating. And the biggest revelation I had was actually understanding the properties of eczema. Because you can avoid potential allergens all day or known allergens all day long, but that's not going to actually fix the problem. And when you're missing something as small but integral as black pepper or something like that, you're just not going to completely heal. And that's what I want for you guys. I want complete healing, truly healthy kids. And I want it for you as fast as humanly possible, streamlined. I've done that with my eczema-free framework. Let's get you from itchy and sad and red 
to clear skin and happy kids. I'm here for it. I'll take you there because I've been there and we've successfully made it to the other side and I can't wait to show you how to do the exact same thing. I'm morally obligated to give you this information. So if this is where your struggle is, eczemakids.com slash work with me. I'll see you there. Let's get into it. Let's get into the foods and ingredients that you really need to omit from your kid's diet for the time being. This is not the reason for your kid's eczema. Vinegar isn't the reason that your kid has eczema, but it is exacerbating the symptoms if they do have eczema. So let's take these out. I'll give you the swaps for it so you won't even miss it. You'll adapt to this style of cooking. I bet there's a lot of surprises here that you wouldn't even think would be potential eczema triggers that you you might be lovingly including in your meals regularly in hopes of healing. So here's what I found to be really, really transformative in overcoming our kids' skin conditions. One is vinegar. Basically, vinegar is alcohol and specifically ethanol. And that's it's been left out with oxygen and and created bacterial fermentation. So vinegar can be made from anything with sugar. So that's why like apple cider vinegar, or rice vinegar, or white rind vinegar, right? Sake vinegar, there's all the things, but it's just best to take that out for the time being. So that's why you'd wanna take vinegar out. But when you need an acid for your meals and for cooking, which you, you do, right? You have to include all the tastes, but I don't know if you read the book Salt, acid, fat, maybe it's just that. Oh, heat. Salt, acid, fat, heat, that book, right? It's just an integral part. You have to include an acid in basically everything that you make. And you also, that's what creates balanced meals is including that sour taste. So use lemon or lime for acid. You also wanna take out dried fruits. Definitely right now it's winter, it's dry, but dried fruits are really high in sulfates and nitrates and other food chemicals. And just instead use fresh fruits. But yeah, you don't wanna be eating a bunch of dehydrated stuff because your body is dehydrated if you have eczema. Processed meats is another one. Darn it, really, no no deli turkey, dang. Or bacon, double dang, I know. They're just too high in also nitrates and a few other food chemicals that are just not so savory. And clear skin, they do not make. So instead, we are by no means vegetarians. We eat ground meat like just burger or lamb burgers or <laughs> chicken. My kids love chicken thighs. Like that's their favorite thing in the world. Chicken wings. My toddler said the other day, I will only eat chicken wings and burger. That's it forever. <laughs> so that's what we put in their lunch boxes. That's what they get. They, they like it. It takes some getting used to sandwiches, you know, aren't really a thing for us anymore. And we used to, Deli turkey was 100% a staple in our in our grocery shopping, but no longer. So you can do it. Mushrooms is another one. Darn, because I love mushrooms, but they're a fungus that grow in the dark. So even if you don't have eczema, you, you want to minimize these. Anyway, I believe that they are helpful and they do have... I eat mushrooms. I love mushrooms, but you don't want to overdo it no matter who you are. But specifically, if if you're experiencing eczema, you, you have a gut dysbiosis and that's presenting as skin rashes. And it's definitely an ingredient you wanna avoid. So use other vegetables instead. Last one for today, and then we will talk about the rest of the list next week. 
Yeast is another one. Darn, it's a microorganism within the fungus family. And obviously it it's what creates fermentation, right? In food and beverage processing. And it's naturally occurring. And that's what allows our baked goods to rise. But it's just a no for eczema. So look for it in store-bought broth and seasoning packets, dressing. It kind of hides out in a lot of processed foods. And it's not inherently bad, right? It's naturally occurring. We all have some in our bodies. But if you have eczema, you might have an inappropriate level of yeast going on. And just temporarily, it's not your friend. And actually, it was fun. We talked about this in science in our homeschool. We learned about Louis Pasteur and fermentation and germ theory. I was so much more excited than my girls, but that's okay. Anyway, use baking soda and lemon instead. Those those work if you need that chemical reaction or just baking soda in your food. I mean, a lot of my <laughs> stuff wouldn't exactly be Pinterest worthy, but it tastes good, but it's not exactly the most <laughs> presentable thing because of my lack of using some of these ingredients. But again, that's okay if your kid has clear skin. Okay, one more because it just leads naturally into that. And then same goes for fermented foods and beverages. The same reason that we steer clear of yeast and vinegar. If you turned into my New Year's episode about alcohol, fermentation is the chemical reaction that takes place when yeast cells eat glucose, right? And that's why if you have eczema, it's just strongly advised to avoid any beverages that are simply fermented, like, well, if you're nursing wine or sake or champagne or beer, but even non-alcoholic ones like kombucha, just because of yeast shells. So that's why you wanna avoid the fermented stuff. And you can start to make your own low sugar ferments like uh, sauerkraut and unsweetened yogurt, but you gotta use these foods like condiments and sparingly, which is great because I have a hard time eating a ton of sauerkraut <laughs> anyway, just a little bit. And I would wait to introduce that even, but that's why you wanna avoid the fermented stuff all right, so that's your list of maybe some unsuspected things to look out for. It's not the traditional allergens. It's not even popular advice, GAPS diet, body ecology diet. I mean, all of them that you would just be going against their books by taking out some of these foods for a little bit. But I promise, I promise for this specific condition, it really, really does help. I'll get back to you next week with the rest of the list. In the meantime, come talk to us. Come ask me a question at support at eczemakids.com is the email address. You can send a shout out via SpeakPipe on my website if you go to the resources tab. And please join other like-minded parents who just want to find a natural solution for their kid. Natural Eczema Solutions for Kids Facebook group. I'll have the link in the show notes and I'd love to see you there. In the meantime, take care, friends. You are doing amazing. Hey, friend. If today's episode helped you in any way, would you leave me a review in Apple Podcasts? Neither of us have time for social media, so this is the best way to help other parents find this podcast and heal their kids. Thanks for your contribution towards ending childhood eczema.